recording in progress. We're going to the cloud. Go to the cloud. spirituals. I don't know. You don't know? No. I came um, into the church uh, 10 years ago. No. Boy. Swing low, sweet chariot. Swing low. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. Sweet chariot. Oh my God. Mm. That'll make you back and forth for real. For the carry me home. Swing low. Sweet chariots coming for the carry me home. You know what this makes me think about that song, um, I Was Born by the River. And it just gets me upset because Obama used that <laughs> as a technique to say, it's coming. Well, us black people, we're going to be saved. Is this being recorded right now? Because I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, it's being recorded. Oh, God. See, let me calm down. It's okay. It's okay. We want to. We want to know what's going on no. in the hearts and the minds of the people. No. Because uh, this is what Radiant Fire Radio and Daughters of the King is about. Oh, yeah. Getting hey. to the truth. Getting to the truth. Getting to the truth of what's going on in you your don't, heart. You don't want to know that truth. We're just waiting on our six people to come on. We're waiting for Wait. The, the numbers to join us. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> We need six people to, to join us as we uh we're on. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yep, yep, yep. This is how Jesus. they do it. This is how they do it Jesus. in the big time. I can't I will cut it off real quick. So maybe this is what's <laughs> happening to us right now. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. This is Christopher and Catherine. I am the uh past overseer. Of the Gore family. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Radio Fire Radio and uh, Daughters of the King. And my wife shared with me a teaching. Is it a prophetic word? Um, it is prophetic. And I would say it is a message. A prophetic message. I like, um, I like supporting women's ministry. And when I heard this prophetic word i was stirred mm -hmm. on the inner part of my soul about how the women need to hear this and the the depth of it i think applies to a lot of new up-and-coming people who are in the ministry new up-and-coming women who are in the ministry and who are not getting properly supported by the males that are within our uh, our community and i deeply wanted to get this message out because i think it should encourage you it encouraged me um i, I didn't realize i was this old but i have been in the ministry for a very long time but uh i've seen the abuses that women have taken seeing the abuses that they have done and they, they really are giving a lot in what do you mean i mean that they they when you say they really are giving a lot what does that mean what do you mean the women mm -hmm. uh, they're committed to prayer they're committed to 
meeting the needs of the people. They're committed to the prophetic. You know, they may not understand, and I'm not saying men understand more than women do, but they may not understand that they talk everything they talk about, but there's an interest and a hunger and a thirst to do what God's will is that I don't see right now in men. This is making me think about um, the book, uh, The Quest. Is that what it's called? The Final Quest. The Final Quest. Rick Joyner. Yeah. I got to go back and and get some more of that in my spirit. But, you know, um, Rick Joyner saw visions of where God showed him about how it was women and children on the front line and they were being attacked. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep, they were being attacked and um, he was trying to warn the people of God and they turned against him and was fighting him in the dream. And make a long story short, these women and children, they did get hurt, but the same women and children got back up and used different types of weapons. So, you know, now it's making me meaning that they got back on the front line and in the battle. So, um, you know, just think about how in scripture and revelation about the woman fighting against the dragon and all of that. So we, we, this is our fight. You know, this is our fight. We're in some tough times right now. Um, Deception is running rampant within the body of Christ. And with that deception comes a lot of misuse. I like this word for abuse. Um, I don't know where I heard it. I think we were talking with somebody who was dealing with trauma-informed uh, therapies. And she she gave this definition of abuse as misuse. Mm. You know, if, if you're in a relationship and you're being misused, you really technically are being abused. And, um, you know, the, the women in, in God's house have sacrificed a lot in order to keep things going um, while waiting for men to step up and do their rightful duty that they're supposed to do. And I like how, you know, in our marriage vows, it talks about how we're side by side you know we're supposed to be walking arm in arm going for the same goal not one above another not one uh you know over somebody else but just walking together going throughout uh life and what's what's going on so when you listen at this i'm gonna have Catherine read it and we're just gonna start kind of talking about some of the things that are true that really really should minister to you as a woman and i want this to encourage you in this in this hour to to stay in the battle because help is on the way yes you know um, before i start reading i just am reminded about how uh what made me be attracted to you is your loyalty to Pastor Barbara Lynch. And when you said you love to support women in the ministry, you know, throughout the years, uh, there are so many women that uh, reach out to you, you know, through any source that they can because they can rely on you. So it's not something that you're saying out of 
that off the top of your head, this is this has been your life. This has been a real thing. So um, I don't think men have done a good enough job making women feel safe. Mm. You know, especially in the ministry, it's it's too many too many men that use the position or a position in the church as a way to destroy conquish vanquish women who are who are hurting and i don't i don't think that's right i hate i hate that i hate it when i see it i hate it when i hear about it um and I, it I breaks think, my heart i think the men and, and this is just my opinion uh i think they're lost to the degree where they kind of lean on their own knowledge which is also tied to a religious spirit, which is also tied to some some type of trauma that they have experienced that makes them attack the women because they see that love and that purity and that strength in that woman that, I don't wanna use the word intimidate, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's meant to for many women, I don't think it's meant to uh, be an intimidation. I think that they just uh, are walking in the strength that God has given them. And the men may not understand it because they're thinking, well, I'm the man, I'm supposed to be in charge. I'm supposed to be head of household. I'm supposed to be X, Y, and Z, where the women are waiting for the men to step in that position and and be stable not be yeah. not be one minute this way and one minute the next way and then preach the word one minute and then condemn the next minute <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that misuse you know yeah it's complete misuse so anyway um women i think we should get excited because uh this was sent to me by my pastor this drop in her spirit to send to me and i can tell you firsthand that uh just like my husband said when i read it to him it stirred in his spirit and it did the same thing to me i was actually reading it and i was in awe because everything that jennifer martin uh shared with the body of christ um i can on honestly say that this is what i was going through privately so she titled this women your season of birthing is here um she started off by saying i dreamed of a woman who was pregnant she was not ready to give birth but the baby was coming she was in a public place with people all around now ladies some of you may not have had natural births but listen to this because this is a real thing she continues on to say she climbed into a pool and her husband was with her the water began to flood in as she stepped down so the water is starting to to fill up here and it says she was willing to let the birthing process take its course. So she was willing for, for these things to happen. But then the wrestle with her began. Jennifer said, I knew she was thinking, it's not time. I'm not ready. 
she was fighting the timing of the birth. Now, I want to I pause there for a second because this is like a hard thing because there are times when you're not really spiritually ready. And we see this within the body of Christ, but you want to run. You want to get out there. You want to just tear the whole world up, but you're not really ready. So this is different from those who I believe we're talking to tonight. You have been through the fires. You have been through testings. You have been diff through different trials and tribulations. And it's not scared you, but you are, you have developed a wisdom to be like, nah, I know when I stepped out before, the attack that came to me was real. The attack that came upon me and, and upon my family was real. So I need to be strategic about this and, and how I move and how I, how I go forth. And I believe God is wanting you to know that he has your back and that you really are prepared to do the work that he's called you forth to do. So even though there's a, a healthy level of wisdom in saying, nope, I'm not ready, you have to get rid of that, that fear. You have to get rid of the fear of being attacked. You have to get rid of the fear of, man, all hell is about to break loose and I don't want to do it. I think one of the things that disturbs me right now with the entire body of Christ is they have this kind of mantra that goes on. I'm doing something great for God, so I'm going to get attacked. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to get attacked because of this. So it's, it's kind of a... I guess it's pride. I want to say it's a spiritual pride that you can you can look and pat yourself on the back and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that. that no, that's real." Yeah, I've seen it in people. I've seen it where they they boast about what they have done, but to them, they're thinking it's just conversation. But those who have discernment, they can really see what's really going on. But they boast about what they what, what they've done or what God has shown them yeah, and, and a, a pride and the arrogance comes and that's that door <laughs> that the enemy could come right through. And they're like, yeah, I'm getting attacked because of who I am. I mean, I'm a child of God. And it's like, no, <laughs> you're getting attacked <laughs> yeah. because you're prideful and arrogant. That's right. It's all about you. And, and God has left that door open mm. so that you can humble yourself and calm yourself down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and bring your, bring yourself back into the place that you're supposed to be. But there's there's too much, my opinion, I ain't nobody. There's too much of this uh, Christian club mentality of I'm doing something. So this is why I'm being attacked. Stop it. I, I think this is what we've been taught. And here's the truth. Um, that is the truth. But you don't focus on it that way. Yes. Um, you, That's the key. You don't focus on it. Yeah. I mean, if you're not being attacked, then you, I would be concerned about where you really are because um, you could be too comfortable with being somewhere that you shouldn't be. But I think a seasoned person or a person who has wisdom understands as a child of God, you're just going to be attacked. 
and that's just a part of your walk. So okay. what's next? <laughs> yep. What's next? For me, um, mine is slightly different. I think I did go through that stage a while back, but my thing is unworthiness. That's that's my mm. thing. When I when she when Jennifer shared this and when God just revealed what I've already known about my own self, I'll say I'm not ready, God, because I look at my natural um, self. I don't look at myself as God does in the spirit. To God, I'm I'm the best thing walking, but to me, I'm like, mm -mm. so. So that's I something that needs to be stepped out of too, the, the mm -hmm. unworthiness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um Jennifer was saying that she knew that this lady that was in the pool, she was willing, but the water started to fill up, it started to move, and she was like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> it's not time. And she says she was fighting the timing of the birth. It felt too soon. Okay she knew she had to here's the thing and i've been saying this for a long time she said she knew she had to but she was not full term for a while now i've known i've known my position and i was like i know god is calling me forth mm -hmm. <laughs> and then i'll go in another direction like nope i'm not ready yet i'm not ready so you know god has been throwing me into these women conferences and, and making making me <laughs> do certain things and i'm just like oh god please and he's just like no I'm like, we're gonna go further and we're gonna start explaining how we have no control okay yeah over the birthing process so yeah. jennifer continues on to say i watched this woman flounder around the pool looking for an escape but when labor begins there is no escaping it visualize this women you know that you know that you know that you know god is calling you to do something great you may even know exactly what you're supposed to do or you may have an idea and then you start to process it you you, you want to do it you want to connect with god but then all of a sudden you're like no 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 and god is saying yep I'm telling you, I'm calling you forth. And you're like, but I'm not ready. I don't know. I don't know what other people know, God. And he's like, nope, nope. You got this. And you're like, eh. And you start to just try to look for an escape. All yes. right. You try to hide. You, you may stop going to church. Yes. You may stop being around the religious people. When I say religious, I'm not talking about the religious spirit. I'm talking about people who follow the Lord because this is overwhelming to you and you could be thinking well why me like i get that you gave me a gift that other people may not recognize or see i could see things in a different light or from a different perspective i know how to put certain things together but why why would you do that to me and i want to pick up here because you know that god is calling you mm -hmm. And despite the challenges that you've had, at the back of your heart, the back of your soul, there's a drive for you to continue on. Yeah. And 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 when you when you submit to that drive, even though things are hard.
hard mm-hmm. and they're they're very uh laboring it still feels right yes it still feels like man this don't make any sense and i don't know if, if i'm even doing right but in my spirit man i feel like i'm going in the right direction and if i have to go by myself i'm just gonna go and i believe right now that there's more women out there right now who are experiencing this this feeling and they just don't know what to do with it they don't know how to process it and it's not something that you can go to other people and say hey are are you do you understand are you feeling this right it's just it's just like a, a an expectancy but also a duty mm. that you have yeah it's one of those things where even though you want to quit you can't yes yes you can't you feel so uncomfortable about taking that step back that i was saying and you may even feel like well i don't think anybody understands me and you could be right this is why you need to really lean on the lord and trust him to um, order your footsteps but um it is it is time it is time it's a lot of people that is hurting and i'm trying to encourage myself right now when i say this because it is time for us to really do the greater works really step into what god is doing now for me i don't understand what the greater works necessarily is but if i didn't do it yesterday and i'm going to start doing the little things to me that's greater than what i did yesterday absolutely so and that and that mindset needs to take place i'm not trying to figure out what the greater works yes i just need to be obedient yep you know, in the in the simplest, smallest little thing, I was listening at a story today, and they were talking about how David, you know, he was taking care of the sheep, and he was, you know, he defended him against the the wolves, and he defended him against the bear, and he defended him against the lion. You know, that was the everyday insignificant act that laid that built him up in his young years, not not so much young in age, but young spiritually, and it taught him to trust God. Think about all of the things that God has had you do that other people would consider small, but they're really just like exercises in the spirit to make you stronger. You know, I, I laugh at Catherine from time to time when we go to do deliverance because she is, her spiritual muscles have become bigger and she doesn't even realize it because when she steps into the deliverance room or the deliverance session it it becomes oh yeah (laughs) where is the devil at i i see him i see him and it, it it's neat because it's been like a total transformation from um, I'm just gonna sit over here in the corner in the back. I'm gonna I still, watch I you. still would love. <laughs> I still would love to do that. Just halfway listening and be like, oh, oh. But it's kicking in so much faster now than before, and I think that's that's a sign of maturity. That's a sign of growth. It's a sign of desperation to destroy that devil. <laughs> I'm sick of that devil. I'm sorry, but go ahead. But, but you are experiencing the same thing and you're probably not getting a pat on the back or an attaboy or a kudo 
So we want to give you that kudo tonight on behalf Ooh, of God. Yes. Keep going. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. doing what you're doing Keep because going. It's, there is growth. And if even if no one recognizes that growth, God sees it. Mm -hmm. And this is why I thought this this teaching that um, Jennifer gave mm -hmm. was so encouraging, and I really wanted to kind of highlight it. Yeah, um, Jennifer goes on. Um, she she basically reminds us that this woman is looking for a way of escape, but she's like, there is no escape. You really can't escape God, right? So she says she didn't want to be, this woman didn't want to be in the public eye for all to watch this intimate moment, but she had no choice. This is not how she wanted it to be. This was not her plan. She didn't want to have her baby in front of all these people. This is not what she thought it would be like. Um, I gotta, I gotta share this. Uh, when um, God first called me in the ministry, I had no idea what an evangelist was. I just said, God, I'm gonna be obedient. And I remember the day I got ordained, God really moved and he cried through many different people one being my hub we were just friends then um and one through pastor barbara and I, at that point i started to see in that moment what god asked me to do was special and i have to be special but I didn't understand it because, of course, after you get ordained again, even though we don't like to acknowledge it, this is basically what you just said. You're going to get fought. Right. So, of course, my life turns upside down because now the enemy is like, oh, she's serious. She really wants to do, do this thing for the Lord. But make a long story short, I'm super comfortable with being in the background. Mm -hmm. Like I'm super comfortable with. Um, and you are, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you, you the the one that's listening to this. You mm -hmm. have been there doing what other people would consider menial tasks, but those tasks are important, and those tasks have brought you into a closer, deeper relationship with God than you realize. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, we want to tell you that you are stronger than what you know. Yes, what you understand. Yes. Absolutely. So that's just something to think about because no matter how we feel, God sees what he puts inside of us. Mm -hmm. And we just have to uh, accept flat out. We just have to accept what God has called us to do. We have to accept that we are special. We are loved. And here's the thing that God can trust us. Like yeah. that right there. Cause I know me, <laughs> I know how my mind goes sometimes and I don't feel like being who God says I am, you know, sometimes because life is hard. Um, you're faced with challenges. You have your flesh and you have the enemy that you have to contend with. So you got a lot of opposition, but the more you grab a hold of God, the more that stuff starts to just, fall away. It, it, it's not going to go away. Let me say this. Your flesh can die, but the enemy, he ain't going nowhere. Nope. But you have to start building yourself up and just knowing, my God, I didn't went through 
all of this. Yep. And God is still putting a desire, a fire, something inside of me that's saying you have to go for it. Yep. That's there. that push that I was talking about. Yeah. That, that internal thing. Yep. That no one else can explain to you. Yes. I've been dealing with um, you know, in, in my in my personal life, there are young there are spiritually young people who are they're not fully into the kingdom yet. They're not, but they're searching and some of the things that they're experiencing right now is absolutely fantastic because they're being awakened uh three or four o'clock in the morning and they just they just know that they have to to just be silent and be still before the lord they're still working through different areas that are you know in their flesh and things like that and you know the profanity slips out and all of that other kind of stuff but knowing that you know god has touched them in such a way that they know they can't go backwards and they're to me they they're more saved than the people who pretend to be saved because it's sincere it's genuine and i think um there's so many more people out there you're you don't fit into the mold of everyday Christianity and I want to tell you don't try to fit and this is what I tell these people that I talk to on a, on a regular basis don't try to fit just be yourself get the relationship with God that you are supposed to have and everything else will work itself out because if you start getting into this religious crap that is that is in the church now you're not going to be any better than anybody else. It's totally, totally self-destruction type thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm stirred and encouraged on the inside because there is a generation that God is raising up that's outside of the circles of the church. Yes. But they have a deep connection with the anointing. They don't. They may not be able to explain it. They have a deep connection with God in in to me this is the revival that God is doing in the background yeah behind the scenes yeah and, and you guys aren't looking you don't want recognition you don't want pats on the back you just want to be with God keep going keep allowing him to to touch you in that way yes so um Jennifer confirms that this is not what this woman thought it would be. She didn't want people to see this intimate moment, right? So she goes on to say her husband was with her, but then he was out of the pool, standing by the edge, watching over her. He was protecting the birth. What you got to say about that? It's, it's awesome to have that level of responsibility. I was getting ready to say, hon, because guess what? Men who are protecting the birth, the woman, the womb, is basically fighting off a 
lot of the other stuff that wants to be attacked or attach itself to that to that birth. Yeah, it's it's our purpose, you know, and and I believe that real men want to know that they have that purpose inside of them, and it's something that you step up, you step into. You know, so I, I like how you said real men, because unfortunately, the real men that may not feel like real men, God is calling them forth to Absolutely. step into this position for the women, you know, um, over the past year, over the past two years, God has been talking about uh, men and women working together, having a Mordecai and Esther relationship and how both men and women need to respect one another and honor each other for who they really are in the ministry, in the world. I mean, it's one of those things now where there's so much of feminism type of rhetoric mm. that destroys a man's manhood um because these women um even in the church they have become ungodly okay and um it, it pushes the men down from their rightful position and it's not okay so god is trying to bring both men and women together whether they're husband and wife or just people in the ministry um to work together to honor each other respect each other to say hey um you got these gifts, I got these gifts, we're going to work together Absolutely. and we're going to bring up the children of God. Absolutely. Um, isn't that like what uh, Priscilla and, um, and Aquila, and Aquila they were, yeah. they, they taught, they taught at least one man the right way. He was out speaking for God and they pulled him to the side and said, hey, hey we did a good job, but he, let me tell you some deeper truths. And I feel like this is what me and Christopher are called to do as husband and wife, because um, God just shows us different things. But nonetheless, Jennifer says her husband was there protecting the birth. He stepped outside, so he gave her room. Listen to what she just said. He, he gave, gave her her, her space room. to try to figure this thing out. And as she was moving around trying to figure this thing out, he was watching over her, protecting the birth. No jealousy. There it is. No jealousy. No jealousy on the part of the man. Hey, she has a gift. I'm going to let God use her in that gift. And unfortunately, I've seen this in the church. Men who are in charge do not honor and respect the women that they're they're either serving with or working with because they become jealous of the gifting and you know something that I'm I'm I'm, I'm reading coming to understand now is is the gifts are for the benefit of all in the body of Christ all of the gifts are needed not just one, not just the prophetic, not just healing, all of the gifts. And it's, you know, God gave those gifts for the benefit of everybody. So if we're stepping on 
women and we're trying to push them down, we are only hurting ourselves. It's funny that you would say that because for some strange reason yesterday, and I don't think this way. Now, my mind does think God said my thoughts are out loud. But anyway, um, for some reason, I was thinking about strange superhero powers. And I heard somebody say this before, and I'm thinking this person is. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice when I do this because you will find seriously some fruity people that's in the ministry and they try to be so deep where you just no don't and I was like what's wrong with me thinking about this superpower stuff and I was just thinking about it and I was like wow and I felt in my spirit that um, the superpower it's like we're like superheroes in the spirit realm. Strange. I'm still processing this because this hit me yesterday. But it was like what I felt or what I saw in the spirit was different people carrying different things and how we all need mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. So what I don't have, this person here has. Yes. And as it was it was like um a group of people where we were strong, we had the anointing. It was it was the spirit, it was the power, and it was just like it just flowed because we were in unity and it's like we superheroes in the spirit realm. I'm like, oh <laughs> I'm still processing that, but I was like, okay, interesting. So I'll get back to y'all if I hear more, because I don't I don't know. But um yeah, so um the man is is definitely doing God is definitely calling the man, the men to watch over what they're supposed to watch over. I wanted to say wife, but um, women this season. Um, Jennifer goes on, she said, trying to hide, she swam deep under the water, far back in the pool that seemed to go underground. She was crying out underwater, and I could hear her and see the bubbles. So she's still struggling. She's still thinking that she's trying to find a way to escape while the man, her husband, was just on the edge just watching her, just watching over the birth. And she, she's like still trying to find her place, right? So Jennifer goes on to say she stayed there way too long. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Um, she said, I began to worry she would drown. Did she not know she would die if she stayed down there? Women. Come on. Women. Make it real. Make it plain. Women. In the deepest part of your heart, I know that you don't want to miss God. I know that you love the people. I know that you see the hurt and pain in other people. And I know that you have a compassion and love for the loss. Do you not understand that if you don't step out in faith, knowing the, the, the desire that God has placed inside of you, is stern if you don't step out you're gonna die 
Do you not understand if you step away for too long? This is so, so important that you get this. Yeah. It's so important that you get this. You you don't want to miss your window, your doorway of opportunity for the Lord. Because that purpose that he's put inside of you, you will never feel fulfilled with anything else. That's true. And if you think about some of the things in your life that you've tried to do, whether it's been drugs, whether it's been men, whether it's been food, whether it's been trying to overtake care of your family, whether it's been shopping, any of those things that you tried to fit into this hole that God has put inside of you for the purpose that you're supposed to have to fulfill, it's not going to fit. No. So can you imagine being in a position where you missed that opportunity, where you missed the call of God? And, and it's, this is critical to understanding what's, what's going on right now. Here, here's the crazy part, too. This woman is down underneath the water. You can't breathe for too long under the water. You can't breathe. So, you know, think about the breath of life. Think about God literally breathing his spirit inside of you. And if you can't receive that, where would you be? Mm. Where would you be? Like, this is like a real thing for me because... um even if you hold on to just the finger of God, just if you just touch his 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 foot or or people say the hem, but I'm saying just something. Hold on, reach out, grab a hold of something. I'm telling you, stay connected to the Lord. He will lift you up from that place out of desperation you you've got you've got to he is going to connect you to your true divine purpose yes and that's what you want and nobody can take that away nope not man you will have devils come and speak to you and say you don't know what you're doing please yep your own mom dad brother sister your best friend nobody can take that away from you no no, it's so, yours. Yeah, it's your birthright. It's your birthright, and you you want to claim and take your birthright. Yes. So at this point, this woman is down in the water for too long, and Jennifer is seeing this, and she's thinking, doesn't she understand she will die if she, if she stays in there for too long? So she says, I continue to watch her as she was on her hands and knees on the bottom crying out as loud as she could here it is resisting the way this was happening mm. she refused to give birth like this here's what happens a lot of times we lean to our own understanding and we think we're supposed to talk a certain way be a certain way god is supposed to move in a supernatural way that you know we we we're just looking at it like no 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 it has to be this way and you got to just stop and be free 
You just gotta be open. Yes. To do whatever. To do whatever. You gotta be open to take that step of faith and just walk forth, and you'll be surprised yourself on how God uses you. You could be talking, not even understanding that you just said something that blessed somebody because to you it's a normal conversation, but to them it was just something they needed to hear. This is just you walking and being being who you are. Yes. So um, I'm, I'm impressed right now to say that this is for multitudes of people. This isn't just one person. Correct. There are many of you out here who fit in this category. And there is so much work that has to be done for the Lord. Yes. There are not enough laborers. Somehow we get in the mindset that, you know, that there's going to be one person and that one person is going to carry the whole weight of, of, of one particular area and it's not going to happen. God needs multiple people to do the works, to reach the people, to touch the lives that have to be touched. So you are important. And I'm not saying this from, from a place of putting you in pride. I want you to understand how important you are, how much God has invested in you so that you could come forth right now, right in this hour, right as he's given you this birthing uh, position, this birthing thing to birth forth. You have to come forth. Um. I'm reminded to, to say this real quick. Today I was watching an interesting story and it was about um, a woman who, as a young child, she didn't really have a family structure, okay? Um, and make a long story short, she had a child at a young age and then when she turned 19 years old, she uh, basically met a man from this correctional facility, okay? And um, he ended up being abusive uh, to the point where he shot her 10 times. Oh, he was literally trying to kill her. Um, they ended up arresting this man but i'm gonna tell you this story is so deep and if and i can't really waste time in telling you this but make a long story short i want to share this with you this woman could have died he every time he pulled the bullet he said is this the bullet that's going to kill you bam is this the bullet that's going to kill you today mm. bam he drug her through the house they show literally pictures of blood all over the place he took her into the bathroom I mean, it was just horrific. And the people didn't think that she was going to live. Do you understand that? And I really believe God sent this 20-year-old young man who knew this older guy that was that had shot his wife, girlfriend, whatever she was to him. He knocked on the door and he saw the blood and he went into the bathroom, picked the woman up, put her into the car, blood all over the place. Drove her to the hospital, put her into the wheelchair, and pushed her down and, and into the hospital. And they 
they did an immediate surgery on her. She should have died, but she didn't. This man was a correctional officer who kept getting off. She kept calling the cops. She kept saying different things that he has so much clout, so to speak, in that area where she said the system failed her. Do you understand when that woman got her life back together, she became a police officer? Wow. And she uh, was basically a highly respected police officer. She didn't tell nobody her story until she retired. And then she wrote a book and they said, why didn't you tell us this? She said, because if I would have told y'all, y'all would have thought I was too uh, mentally unstable or unstable hmm. to do my job. And she said, I wanted to be a good cop because the police officers failed me. Come on. Do you understand Come the on. trauma? She has, I mean, it started before she even met this man and she thought that this man, she was like, okay, this man has a job at 19 years old. She was looking for this because her life was so hard before that. So at 19 years old, she had a daughter. She met this man. This man said, he, she said, uh, he's stable. He got a job. He got a gun. So he's going to protect me when all the while he was hurting her. He was beating her. And, it, and it, came, it came down to the point where it didn't matter if she wore something that was really nice. If it was something he didn't like, it was, if it was the way that, you know, she just walked in the room, it was, she was done. It was over. And he finally decided to take this gun and shoot her 10 times. And she said it wasn't nothing but the grace of God. She turned and she wasn't even supposed to walk. The doctors told her she was never going to walk again. And she heard that. And she said, what does that mean? I have two daughters. I can't. Mm. I have to do X, Y, and Z. And she beat all the odds all the odds and she retired under um the mark diablo i can't remember his name in new york the guy that i think recently could still be in there she retired under his watch and she said i got a book mr mayor that i wrote and he said why didn't you tell me she said it's all good come on come on y'all you can do it she's now feeding because she has such a heart for the lost. She's now, and been doing this throughout her whole career, she just has a love for people. So she's saying, I see these hurting women. And I'm, she started an organization that gives back to the women. I mean, and she's happy. She's happy. There's something inside of you that God wants to use. And I wanted to share that because it doesn't necessarily have to be churchy. There it is. It's not churchy. There it is. Churchy. inside of you that God wants to use. Yes. Don't limit it to churchy. Yes, absolutely. So um, at this point, Jennifer is getting concerned for this woman because she refused to give birth in the way that she uh, should have. So Jennifer said, I called to her, to her family to go get her. I yelled, someone get her. The baby was coming and she was going to need our help. Our help. She had to come forth out of the hidden place. 
Then mm. Jennifer said, I woke up, or she said, then I woke to a loud storm and thunder that shook my body. God was emphasizing the dream. So we go and we hide, all right? But God is saying no more. So this next section is called to the women who are birthing. That's you. That's I. Okay, you and I. She said, women, listen to me. You are pregnant with promises and prayers right now. Yes. That are going to come forth. Yes. It may come so quickly that you won't feel ready. Yes. We got to put our emotions to the side. It will come forth in front of others and it will feel messy and it may be embarrassing. There's stretching and pain in the birthing process. It certainly is not comfortable at all. Let me tell you why it's not comfortable. Um, by chance, if you've uh, already had a child, you understand exactly what Jennifer is talking about. Um, when a child is ready to come, guess who's not in control? You. Uh, you can't stop those pains, those birthing pains from coming. And guess who acts out in the public for everybody to see? Because that pain is real. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my stuff that you ain't really normally do the way you ain't normally act, would not act before. Everybody sees it because you're feeling that birthing process and you just got to let it go. You got to let it out. I'm going to tell you not too long ago, I think it was at the end of December or the beginning of January. Um, last last year was a, a, a lot of trials for me and it was a lot of heartache and pain and sorrow. And God told me that you are birthing your ministry in pain. And I was like, still, I, I kind of understand what that means, but I'm like, okay, yeah. I, okay. It was hard for me because um, it was just a lot that weighed on me. And I took a step back from the public eye and I was exhausted. I was tired. I couldn't think straight. I um, just didn't want to do it. But I, I held on. I was like, God, I know. I know. I know. I know what you called me to do. And by the grace of God, he's pulling me out of that, that place I wanted to of hiding that comfortable, familiar place that I just wanted to throw the blanket over me and be like, oh, <laughs> not today. Don't bother me today. <laughs> but um, I know that God's calling me to do greater things. So again, Jennifer is saying it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. She said, you know, God has been showing you what you are called to do. That's right. And you have been somewhat prepared for what you've seen. God already showed you the vision, but you thought you had more time to get ready. You thought you had more time to get Think about that birthing process. You have no control because here it comes. Here it is. So she said, and even though you want to see your baby, you dread going through what it takes to birth. What is she trying to say? In your heart of heart, you really want to go forth and do right. That's right. You really want to go forth and you you love the Lord so much 
you really just want to go forth and be obedient. So she's saying, even though you want to see your baby, you kind of nervous, you dread going forth and giving birth. So she says, um, it's the unknown and uncertainty of what's coming. And many of you are scared. Can I get an amen somewhere? Come on. Because this is what happens. Come on. You're stepping out of your comfort zone or you're stepping out of a place that you are so super familiar with. And guess what? You're okay there because you know it. But when you take a step out into a place that you've never been in, it's like, what is this? You feel strange. You feel uncomfortable. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel right. You got to put your emotions to the side. So she says, no one is ever ready for it. No. <laughs> and when it's time. God, that's true. And when it's time, it may feel like it's too soon and you're not ready at all. But God has brought you to this moment for a purpose. He knows what you carry. And he will cause you to give birth in this season, whether you feel like it or not. Meaning, she said, um, whether you feel like it's time or not. Let me say that. So guess what, ladies? Surprise, surprise. We have no control over this. Mm -hmm. You can either embrace it and really let God use you. Or you can fight God and let God use you just a little bit mm -hmm. here and there. But nonetheless, don't get it twisted. You're going to be used. So why not let God use you to the full capacity that he's placed you in for this season? Step into the fullness of what God is saying to you. Step into it. Yes. You, you have been given the gifts, the talents, whatever you need You've been fully equipped and, and you have to start seeing yourself as having these things already there, already there, already at your, your capacity, already at your ability to do. And, and it's important that you don't let fear control you. Mm -hmm. You don't let the fear of what other people are going to say how they're going to respond mm -hmm. you know you may even have a, a a peanut gallery that's making snide comments and mocking you and saying I, I know what you used to be and you there's no way you can you can do this god would never have you do that don't listen to those people don't listen to those people follow what's in your heart because your heart is is pulling to you, talking to you from God. Mm -hmm. And there's so many of you out there that God is, is he's talking to. And sometimes you believe it, sometimes you don't. But again, it's, it's, it's that thing that's on the inside that just like, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit further. I'm gonna go a little bit further. A lot of us feel so insignificant. Mm, um, good word, good word. We feel so small, but we are so big in the spirit. Yes. And 
this is where God wants us to be. He doesn't want us to be full of arrogance and pride. He wants us to be able to understand um, God can choose anybody. It's not about me. Yeah. God can choose anybody. But he chose me. Yes. And he chose me for a reason. Yes. And he's not going to put all of these things, all of these thoughts and and have me uh, have a desire to go into this area of my life or this area. You know, you could be a designer. I have a I have a desire to be an interior decorator. But that's not the way that God's going to have me go. However, that is in me because that's going to be. She thinks. <laughs> because he's going to use. Thinks. He's going to use me to have this talent in another way. So what I'm saying is, um, we we feel like you know we're we're insignificant. We don't really have much to offer. Oh yes, we do. Yes, we do. So here's the bottom line in this in in what um in this section, Jennifer says you don't get a chance to choose when you birth. <laughs> the season comes in its own time. And it's right now. That's the truth. Ladies, y'all know if y'all had a child, I had three children and every one of them were different, but it was the same, meaning I was not in control. <laughs> as bad as I wanted to birth these children out because I was tired at the ninth month, they came when they wanted to come. They came when God said, all right, that this is it. This baby is coming. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> so this is the sovereign, sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. He knows when he's ready for you to come forth. Now listen to this. She said, you may want to crawl in the hole and stay hidden from this process. <laughs> Don't retreat. It must happen. Listen, it must happen. And it's going to happen. I remember me being in the place where I wasn't, I don't know, I was I was just in a bad place. And you know what God told me? In love, but also on a very serious note, he said, I don't care how you feel about it. I'm going to hold you accountable for all of those souls who are tied to you if you don't mm. go forth. Mm if you don't go forth yeah i'm gonna be honest with you that got me upset i said that's not fair <laughs> god that you're gonna tell me who am i right <laughs> to tell god that it's not fair for me, for him to get on me about getting myself together <laughs> and he knew i was gonna have a little tantrum and after it was over and done with guess what the fear of the lord eventually came and I said, Oh, I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing anymore. This woman said, yield to it. Yield. Um, she said, you know, it, it must happen. It's going to happen. And God wants all to see you give birth. Yield to it. Do you know God is on your side? Do you know how many people have looked at you as if you are the scum of the earth? And then God, this season is the um where the the first shall be last. 
Is that right? Did yes. I say that right? Yeah, and the last and the last shall be first. So all of those people who thought they was way up here above you, yeah. Um, guess where they gonna be? Brought low, and it's not that you asked for. You didn't ask to be in this position, but it's your time. So God is on your side. You can't fail. That's right. You can't fail. That's right. You just have to trust God and you have to say, God, I don't know what all of this is about, but I know that you're stirring something in my heart and I'm going to trust you. I know that you got my back. You show you have shown me your faithfulness. I'm just going to step into it. And you know what? Let the lion tongues go where they go. Mm -hmm. So she said, You're, you will feel so exposed, but it is holy nonetheless. Okay, I want y'all to understand that you will feel so exposed because you're going to be stepping outside. Um, people are going to look at you like who you think you are. Um, you know, all these things where you thought you was quiet, you might be bold now. And you you may be wondering, well, what's going on? I, don't, I didn't really want to say that. You ain't have no choice. <laughs> you ain't have no choice because guess what? You gave God permission. And there's some people in your life right now that you know need to straighten up. So guess what? God's going to use you. And um, she said, uh, the crying... The, con the contractions, the disorder of it all. This is how this is how birthing comes, and that's the truth. So she said, don't be afraid of that. You might just be in the middle of labor right now and don't know it. Let it be. Let it be. You want to continue on with this, or? What are you feeling? Um... Um, I just want to say this. She has a section in here that says men and women in the birthing room. And she said in this season, women especially are carrying a prophetic voice right now of purity. Woo! Righteousness. Yes. And holiness. If you, oh my gosh, can y'all see my face? <laughs> If you are upset about the things that are going on around you, it's because there is a frustration and anger from God that people need to get right. Do not be afraid to allow for God to use your mouth to speak purity, righteousness, and holiness, because sometimes that don't look good. And people out here, they say, well, why are you judging me? It ain't, I didn't, hey, I didn't put these words in my mouth. Nope. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about you. Why are you doing the things that you, you're doing, <laughs> sir, ma'am? minding my own business. Yeah, I don't know. And it just came up. So this is, uh, I, I hope you got a lot out of this. I really, really wanted you to be encouraged. Yes, you should be. Because God is, is for you. He's, yes. he's for you. He's not against you. And this this Jennifer Martin who put this word together, I will post a link inside of this so that you can uh, go and see it in its entirety. But God is good. 
And he is on the throne and he is doing what he wants to do right now. He's definitely on the move. Yep. Let me tell y'all, he's definitely on the move. And you are a part of this movement. If you so desire. Yes. If you so desire. There there are good things in the you know your walk with the Lord. You know you're going to be fought, but I'm going to tell you, it's the best security ever. Yes. It's the it's all worth it. There's nothing else that you want to do. You know, when you when you think about this life, you get 70, 80 years, sometimes 90 to be here. Then you're going to have to then you're going to step into eternity. You want to step into eternity having done everything that you're supposed to do. Yeah. And be able to receive your rewards, receive the 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 blessings and the credit that God has preordained for you to step into. Mm -hmm. So go through what you gotta go through, but give birth. Yes. Don't stay in the background. You're you're not called to be there. Not anymore. Nope. Thank you for listening. This has been Christopher and Catherine with a joint session of Radiant Fire Radio and Daughters of the King. Mm-hmm. I'm excited when we get together to do these uh, little joint sessions because I feel the fire coming out of this woman. <laughs> but no, I, re- I really, I really felt an, an urging, a leading in my spirit to, to put this out because it was such a good word for what's going on yes so we are signing off now thank you so much for listening and um you can join anytime yes do what god wants you to do We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>